Good morning, everyone. It's time for our AM Minnesota program as I <laughs> turned on my headphones and they went a little too high there. Sorry about that. There is a bomb threat currently at Arlington National Cemetery. Just came across Arlington National Cemetery as a bomb threat. In any event, we're going to have happier things to talk about here. We have a couple of folks on the line that we'll be visiting with here. Heidi, did we lose her or something? I got Heidi Nelson on one line. I got Judy Fockler on the other line, and somebody's going to call in. Have they called in, or did we lose one? Julia Fockler was lost. But she was parked. She's on here now? Yeah. Okay. And we'll transfer her over. We will drop her there. Transfer her over. And we're, of course, doing all this on the air. And she should be there now. Are you there, Julie? Let me turn up the phone here. Are you there? Yep. All right. Fantastic. Sorry about that. And Heidi, are you there? I am, and it's Heidi Tansom, Gordy, not Heidi Nelson. I'm sorry. But I am hearing feedback on myself. I'm getting the re re reverb or whatever it's called. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how I can eliminate that. I'm sorry. And then uh, Will is going to call in, as I understand it. That's right. what he said at about 940. Yep, in a, a second segment. So we are here to make a major announcement, right? I guess we are, and it's already been done pretty much, but we're just solidifying it on your show. All right, so drum roll, please. Yeah, well, everyone who read in the newspaper, um, I have stepped down as the executive director. Julie Fockler is the new executive director. Our board um, unanimously voted to have her take over that position. And I'm not completely leaving the paradise, though, which actually I think makes me happy and hopefully makes our community happy. I'm going to stay on as a fund development director. It will be a very part-time position, but it will give me an opportunity to go out and do what I seem to be pretty good at, which is fundraising. Julie, your thoughts on being the new executive director? Um, I'm over the moon excited. Um, as you all know, I love this place more than anything. And um, Heidi has set us up for success, and this is a perfect time for me to take over. Wow. Over the moon excited. Yes, yes. And I'm extremely excited that Heidi is staying on to help us. Sure. You got any thoughts, any vision, any things you'd like to get accomplished here? Or is it too early in the game to talk about that? Um, I want to increase accessibility. Um, there's um, a lot of data out there saying that um, the number of disabled persons will be increasing, and I think we need to keep ahead of that. Um, also, you know, diversifying some of our programming for the community. Okay. You know, one of the things that we haven't had, Gordy, is we haven't had um, a handicap-accessible door, a uh, front door. Yep. So we always have a door person whenever we have shows, and that's kind of our way of getting around that. And the reason that we don't is because when they did the renovations of the building, there just wasn't enough money to make everything happen. And so that's actually something 
that is on the top of my mind um, as far as fundraising goes. I mean, we've, our doors were installed in 2006, and when we opened in 2007, and those doors have that um, hydraulic system, right? Some of them leak a little bit. We we're constantly having to update. But if we can raise the money to install the handicap-accessible door, you know, where you punch the button on the outside and you punch the button on the inside to go back out, and those doors open automatically... That's really one of the top things that we want to make sure that we're fundraising for. Well, Accessibility is really vitally important. Julie and I have gone to quite a few different um, seminars where they've talked about um, making everyone feel welcome. And that's part of what our mission is, right? We changed our mission in 2020 to actually state that we welcome all people to experience the transformative power of the arts. And that means everyone. We all need to be able to easily access the arts in our community. Yeah, those are some heavy doors too, right? <laughs> they yes, are they heavy are. doors. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. a t- little extra to get them open. And our other exciting news. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say our other exciting news is the new seats in the auditorium. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> We're very we have excited. A, and we have transfer seats in the auditorium. Um, so those are brand new. So those will help somebody who's in a wheelchair if they want to transfer to a chair in our auditorium. We have three of those available now. Oh, very nice. You know, we worked with a company called H2I Group out of Minneapolis. Um, Irwin is the, the manufacturer of the seats. But we worked with H2I, and they were really wonderful to work with. I really encourage They do lots of different things. They do um, gymnasium flooring and just all kinds of, of installations. But we're so grateful to them. They actually did a really cool thing. They did a little time-lapse video. So they set cameras up for quite a few days in a row so that we could see the seats after they had been taken out, the new installation. So we're excited to be able to share that with the community. That's going to probably pop up on social media um, I know it's already been shown on LinkedIn. If people are interested, you can go to that H2I group on LinkedIn and check out that video of that short little time lapse. And then we're going to actually be doing some interviews, Julie and I, with them later on in the month um, so that they can use it as their part of their marketing program. Um, having those new seats in the auditorium was um, event number five. So when we went through COVID and decided we could not possibly carry a mortgage, that was ridiculous, and we fundraised. We did that 100 club to pay off our mortgage. And the second thing that I had wanted was acoustic panels in the auditorium makes a world of difference when you go to theater productions, especially so that you can hear what's being spoken. The digital marquee, we all know that that was a wonderful thing. No more executive director on the ladder. Julie, you can thank me later for that. (laughs) And then (laughs) having the, um, the new seating, but actually also getting a donation that was fairly large at the beginning of this summer that has given us a little bit of breathing room. Um, mind you, this doesn't mean that we're not going to still continue to fundraise. The building is not only expensive, programming is expensive, and we needed to have some kind of a little bit of a cushion. We've got two very old, old HVAC systems up on our roof that were actually used systems when they were installed. We've also got things like track lighting in um, our galleries that isn't updated, needs to be. So there's other things that we realize that down the road we're going to have to fundraise for, but we really want to make sure that 
that's kind of my goal in the next six months is to raise enough money that we put the paradise in, in a position that we can not only do things like a handicap accessible door, but we can take care of some of those programming costs so that we actually build up our coffers a little bit. So we're not struck by any kind of an emergency that's going to put us back in a bad financial situation. All right. Don't go away, ladies. I got to get our opening market report. We'll come back to them and uh, hopefully uh, another guest will be joining us in our next segment. Our opening market report, courtesy of the KDHL Agri Boosters, Craig Keller, Keller Insurance Agency Nearstrand, helps protect all things that are important to you. Northland Buildings, quality post-frame construction at northlandbuildings.com. And 321 Fence here in Faribault specializes in top quality fencing for residential and commercial properties. Go to 321fenceinc.com, 321fenceinc.com. Soybeans, corn, cattle are mostly lower, hogs are lower. Hello, I'm Megan Grebner with your Brownfield Commodity Market Updates. For elite genetics paired with simple, flexible, and effective weed control plants, Stein and List D3 Soybeans, Stein has yield. Yield plus advantage. Learn more at steinseed.com. Soybeans are mostly lower on follow-through selling. Soybeans appear to be liquidating ahead of next week's supply and demand report from the USDA. There are concerns the good to excellent rating could decline again. November beans are down three and a quarter at 1356 and a quarter. January beans down three at 1370 and three quarters. Corn is mostly lower on fund and technical selling. Brazil continues to dominate the export market, and that will likely continue as Conab anticipates a record large corn crop. Weather continues to be a concern as there's been little precipitation in the forecast for the Corn Belt, and there's not much in there moving forward. December corn's down two ticks at 484 and a quarter. March corn down three quarters at 499 and a quarter. The wheat complex is mostly lower on follow-through selling. Wheat continues to monitor any progress on the Black Sea Grain Initiative renewal, which seems to be none. Russia's attacks on port infrastructure continues. Rain is in the forecast for parts of the plant as winter wheat planting is ongoing. December wheat's down five and a quarter in Chicago at 594 and a half. March wheat down two and a quarter at 623 and a half. In Kansas City, December wheat's down two and three quarters at 734 and a quarter. In Minneapolis, December wheat's down four and a quarter at 770 and a half. Live and feeder cattle are mostly lower, waiting for direct markets to develop. Asking prices are at $180 plus live in the south and $292 plus dressed in the north. October lives are down 35 at 183.30. December lives down 22 at 187.27. October feeders are up 12 at 259. Hogs are lower on profit taking and long term demand uncertainty. October lean hogs down $1.82 at $81. December lean hogs down 97 at 74.30. I'm Megan Grabner, Brownfield Ag News. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Other KDHL agri-boosters include TNW Towing, your air cushion recovery experts, and Community Co-op Oil Association in Faribault, where everyone is welcome to be part of the company. Yeah, they've been around since 1925. 1925. My oh my. We, I believe, have another person who has joined us on the uh, KDHL Newsline. Will McIntyre, are you there? Yes, I am. Will, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Say hi to Heidi and say hi to Julie. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Julie. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Will. Good morning. All right, they're all there, folks. I am <laughs> proud as a peacock that we got that arranged. Well, you should be, and we are proud at the Paradise 
that Will has joined our team. Um, he came on earlier this summer, and his title is Performing Arts and Education Director. So he's taking over that performing arts piece that I took care of as the executive director. And Julie had been the gallery of visual arts and education director, and so he's taking on that education piece. So Julie gets to hang on to what she loves, and that's organizing all of the wonderful gallery exhibits that we have at the Paradise. And that's almost like a full-time job, right, Julie? <laughs> yes, we switch them over every six to eight weeks. Um, right now we have Carly Swenson, Susan Johnson, Trudy Schaefer. Um, we have Kate Langley's uh, students, uh, her student artwork. And then we have a gallery committee a group show in honor of Detailer. Yeah, I was so sad to see the D pass, Julie. You know, she was a terrific yeah. person. She was on the show a few times. What a great lady. Yeah, it doesn't even seem real. Um, we miss her greatly. And I'm glad that you're honoring her in that fashion. Will, how's the job going? Forget these ladies uh, that are, your, well, one's your current boss, one's your, uh, forget they're on the line. <laughs> well, I love it. Um, I grew up at the Paradise, so it's kind of a full circle opportunity for me to, you know, work there now. And it's right out of college, like, I was pretty lucky that they were kind of looking for someone right when I graduated. So it was a pretty amazing opportunity, and it happened right at the perfect moment. Yeah, timing is has a lot to do with what happens in your life, right? Timing? Right, yep. Some say timing is everything. I don't know if I agree with the everything, but it is something. <laughs> in this case, we're really grateful to social media. Um, Will can talk a little bit more about his degrees, but he did a post on Instagram that I saw, and it was right at the time that we were thinking about what this transition was going to look like. And Julie and I have, from the get-go, decided that we would manifest who our employees were going to be and the qualities that we wanted in those employees, and we feel like we've got an incredible team. I am so grateful that Everybody who works at the Paradise is in this position that they're in. It makes it much easier for me to step away and, you know, leave the reins to Julie because I feel like she's leading a really fabulous team. But, Will, you should tell everybody about your degrees. Yes, so I graduated this May from St. Olaf College over in Northfield. And I graduated with my Bachelor of Arts in Theater, Sociology, and Anthropology and I got my concentration in race and ethnic studies. Interesting. Yeah, so it sounds like a lot, but it was very doable actually here. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and you can use that all in this job, right? Right, yeah, so my, ma my main like interest in everything is theater, but I really wanted to find other things to sort of complement it and sort of build up my research skills and I really like the humanities and social sciences, too. So I wanted to find a really good major that sort of um, complemented theater in that way. And I thought that sociology and anthropology were really great for that. That sounds like a super fit for this position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So you got a vision. A super... oh, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say a super fit for what Julie's views are for the future. Mm-hmm. I don't think Will was with us when Julie said that she was going to make Will a... No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> I was going to say a millionaire, but I decided maybe I should abandon that particular comment. Anyway, uh, I lost my train of thought, and it wasn't an express to begin with. <laughs> and, and Heidi is so correct. We have an amazing team here at the Paradise. Um, we also have um, Char Johnson, Dallas Musselman, uh, Rhonda Norgard, um, Sarah Karen working for us, and it's, everybody is just has a Paradise at um, Paradise's best interest, and they're all an amazing group of people. Well, and you guys did something that uh, you know. Let's let's face it, COVID shut down a lot of places, and you guys came out of that, right? With during, we, we, we thrived. I mean, during COVID, you guys got rid of the mortgage. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Well, I think it's an amazing accomplishment, yes. <laughs> well, the Fairbolt community really stepped up. Oh, definitely. It doesn't get done without the community. Same with the, with the seats. By the way, do you still have seats available? Yes, we do. We have about 65 more seats we need to fundraise for. Okay. So and we have over 200 paid for already. And again, it's the Fairbolt community uh, supporting us and, and supporting us in this endeavor. Refresh your memory. The cost on the seat is? $460 per seat. And even if you buy so, two, it's 460 each, right? <laughs> Correct. There's no discount. Okay. Well, We're just... buying more than one, but we would happily sell more than one to anyone. We do want people to know that we're putting together a plaque that's going to highlight the people who made donations for those new seats in the auditorium. Really is everything that we've been able to do has been because of the fundraising and because of the generosity of the people in the, our community. You know, not only paying off our mortgage, but then even things like the digital marquee, you know, we had a, a wonderful, generous business owner who gave us $20,000 as matching funds so that we could help to get that off the ground. We've really been ex extremely fortunate, but we do want people to know that those 65 seats that are left, it seems like a lot when you, when you add it up, but the whole project was about $130,000. And so we're incredibly grateful that we've already got 200 and well, we have 278 seats on the floor. So do the math, 213 already paid for. Now, when you, when you buy the seat, it doesn't mean that it's your seat. You understand what I'm saying? You can't just, you know, it's not just your seat. Somebody else might sit oh. in it is what I'm trying to say here. Absolutely correct. And we don't actually aren't going to put the names of the donors on the seats either. Um, we're actually going to have a plaque as you walk into the auditorium that will list everybody's name. Um, and we do want people to know that that's something they you know they did a fundraiser years ago. It was a thousand dollars a seat. That was also not that you were buying that seat. That was also just a fundraiser. It was a way to be able to support the Paradise Center for the Arts. And in this case. $460 is doable for a lot of people. I know it's getting to be toward the end of the year. A lot of people need to take their distribution. And so we encourage people to not only... Thank um, you, the Paradise. I feel like a lot of our patrons are, you know, a bit older, and we um, have plenty of concerts for them. But that is something I'm kind of interested in looking into because, yeah, it'd be really great to bring some young people into the building and get them involved in the in their local art centers and stuff like that yeah 
Well, and the beauty, as you know, Julie and Heidi, the beauty of art is it goes the whole lifetime and your tastes kind of change too over the years. At least mine have. Definitely they do. Music-wise especially, um, you know, the joke every generation has is that their parents are saying, turn that noise down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what we realize is as we get a little bit older, we kind of have a tendency to think, turn that noise down. But we're excited that Will is bringing the, the youthful spirit that he has to the paradise because he's not only helping us rethink a little bit about what the programming is in the auditorium, but really offers um, so much connection to the Paradise Community Theater and has that strong love of the theater. And so we're really looking forward to what the next couple of seasons are going to bring and we're hopeful that the Paradise or the Fairville community will rally around us Come and see shows, and if it's something that you're um, interested in, whether it's taking class or um, signing up for something or coming to see our galleries, that we welcome everyone. We're open Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays from noon to 5, and Saturdays 10 to 2. And, of course, you can always call. You can go online, like Julie said, paradisecenterforthearts.org, and get your tickets that way, or give us a call, 507-332-7372. I hate to say this, we're a few months away from the end of the year, and so people might be thinking about getting those, renewing those, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Memberships. Memberships, that's it. (laughs) Boy, I tell you, am I getting old. (laughs) They might be. How much are they? Are they going up? Because, you know, know, because Will's going to be a mil. No, I'm just kidding. It's $75 for a family, 50 for one individual, and $40 for one senior over 65 years old. And we have a business membership for 250 And those so, memberships are good for a whole year. Yeah, they've been that for quite a while. You're right. We should probably up the prices, Gordy. Well, I was just curious <laughs> because everything is going up. And we'll up. tell everyone it was Gordy's idea. <laughs> you, you've, been to, mm-hmm. you've, you've been to the stores lately. Everything's going up. So it's kind oh, of, yeah. it's nice that you're able to keep it at that price is what I'm saying. Well, and our ticket prices are rather low, too. Um, we've kept those low this year. Um, $20 for a member, 25 for a non-member, 15 for a student for most of our music performances and the comedians. And we won't charge you for parking. That's right. <laughs> no, it's one of the... Nice perks about the Paradise Center for the Arts, and I know it's one of the reasons why you have a very strong throng of people to come from the South Metro. Yep, we, we do try not to get only them from, from the South. Sorry, go ahead, Heidi. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It's hard to do this because we're overlapping. I know. It's... We're not seeing each other, but I spoke with a woman in Owatonna yesterday, and she talked about how much she loves being able to come to shows in Faribault because she doesn't have to drive all the way to the metro. So we really do pull from all over. And you have to in order to survive. So, Will, in education, do you plan on expanding classes or you had any thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm sort of, well, I'm sort of just starting to take that over and Julie's been really helpful in sort of helping me with that transition period. And one thing I'm really interested in is that in the past, it's been mostly visual arts and craft-type classes, and I'd really like to expand that more to, you know, theater classes like acting and music and 
you know, sort of give opportunities for other areas in the art. And you do have those classes, I know, for young people, but do you have any acting classes for adults? Right. Not at the not at the moment, but that is definitely something I personally want to look into. Yeah. You think there'd be an interest for that? I think there would be. And along with acting, I was really thinking about like a audition prep class where these group of people would come in and bring in materials that would help them for, you know, future auditions if they ever wanted to pursue auditions at the Paradise or elsewhere. It's just that's a really big skill that. Gordon Lightfoot tribute. He's phenomenal. So huh. get your tickets today, and we have the whole season on sale. So, like we said, you can um, buy those ahead of time at ParadiseCenterForTheArts.org. Any final thought there, Will? Yeah, I just get your tickets for our upcoming events and just support your local arts community and support artists all around in any department. And take a they, class, right? Yeah. Yeah, take a class, come on down to see our performances, support theater, everything. Well, in a few years, I'll be retiring, and you're going to see my face around the paradise quite a bit, I think, <laughs> when I retire. Sounds good. Uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to having a little more free time and being able to help in some areas, and that's one giant interest of mine. So, fantastic. Yep, we, we, we love to have volunteers here at the paradise. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, it's a great way for people to support, even if they don't have the financial means, giving of your time or of your talent, you know, whether you volunteer or you come and you act on our stage or teach a class, we're always looking for community members to be a part of our team, be part of our Paradise Community or Paradise Center for the Arts family. Well, Heidi, don't be a stranger. Julie, we we'll look forward to visiting with you more. I'm sure we'll keep this first uh, Monday of the month. And Will hopefully can join us periodically, too. You folks have a great weekend, okay? Thank you. Thanks so much, Gordy. You bet. Will McIntyre, Julie Faulkner, and uh, Heidi Fansom, they are the three Paradise Center for the Arts. I was going to say Mouseketeers. <laughs> but they are the ones that have made it what it is.